Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say about that uh, Warriors-Timberwolves game last night. Um, I got to admit, I was just kind of like watching in the background. Game had just started. I was folding some laundry. And then all of a sudden I hear... Fitz and Clint Azubuki on the on the broadcast is oh you know Clay Thompson nah, nah. and I tuned in and I was like yo what's happening here uh, Clay Jaden McDaniels getting tied up Draymond coming in saving Clay from Rudy Gobert all this that and the other and it was wild and I'm not one of those types who loves to watch a fight or altercations or anything like that I'm not a uh, WWE wrestling fan or anything. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but honestly, like I don't care that the Warriors lost. That doesn't matter to me uh, because I think that they found something. You know, I think that uh, despite losing 104 101 in an effort by the rest of the Warriors, uh, not named Steph, Draymond, or Clay, because Steph was out with a sore knee and Trey and Clay got ejected. The Warriors found something in themselves and also, also specifically in uh, Brandon Pajemski. Uh, I said this last episode, I said this a few times this season already. I thought that him in the uh, summer league and preseason, that he, you know, was a project. He was going to be another one of those guys, like a Nico Mannion, like a Ryan Rollins, who was for the most part just going to get a lot of uh, G League time and then maybe some garbage time during the season. But he's proven so far that he's different. He's different because I said this as the season went on and as I saw him more and more, and Steve Kerr actually used the same word before uh, the game yesterday, cocky. You know, he has a little bit of cockiness and a swagger and a confidence that has not been shook yet and seems relatively difficult to shake, right? When Nico Mannion came in here, again, just comparing like a, a young, inexperienced guard who uh, left college early, uh, you know, he looked out of sorts. Ryan Rollins never got on the court. He was injured. And when he did get on the court, he showed some basketball acumen and some skills, but he didn't know how to play the game the way an NBA player, particularly a player on this Golden State Warriors team, uh, needed to know how to play. Pajemski knows how, right? We're seeing it right here. And I think that his coming out party, if you want to call it that, I mean, that's that's enough for me. I'll take an L if that's what we get. Just a couple of days ago, you know, people were talking about how the Warriors, two rookies, they were pretty good. They... Uh, were able to contribute. I said that they showed out real nicely in a G League game uh, just last week. But a lot of folks, myself included, were like, oh, Trace Jackson Davis is going to be more of the guy that contributes this season, whereas Pajemski, he's a little bit behind. But, you know, fast forward a couple of days and you see that Trace Jackson Davis is still fine. He had some mistakes, some rookie flubs against the Wolves, but Pajemski is right there. And I mean, I'm, I'm really impressed, right? And for all of the hand-wringing that we as Warriors fans 
have had this season, short season so far, and we will have because that's what fans do. I continue to give Mike Dunleavy a ton of credit for, you know, trading Jordan Poole, bringing in Chris Paul, and then making these two draft picks. We are so used to seeing rookies who are not able to stay on the court with this core, this championship core of the Golden State Warriors. But these guys can. Obviously, uh, Trace Jackson Davis, a four-year dude out of Indiana, 20-10 and 10, his senior year. And then Pajemski, who did not play four years, but has the, the moxie, I keep using that word for him, uh, and savviness and skills to actually contribute. So, you know, we've seen other teams have these young guys who can come in and surprise. And I'm just really, really glad the Warriors finally have one of those dudes who is a little bit of an X factor now. You know what I mean? Now there's another guy you can go to, another young guy. Yes, that complicates things for the Warriors rotation as is, right? Because that second unit, you know, the second five guys, it's not like a hockey uh, sub, but like technically the second five guys that come in after the starters, you know, that's composed of uh, Chris Paul, Saric, Kaminga, Moody, and Gary Payton II. Kerr may or may not mix up the starting unit you know, people talking about maybe putting Saric in the starting lineup. But regardless, where do you find time for Pajemski if that's somebody that Kerr wants to start forcing playing time to? Trace Jackson Davis as well. Uh, Kaminga and Moses Moody did not get as much time as I thought they would. I expected some Kaminga minutes, some crazy Kaminga minutes. And by minutes, I mean minutes with a capital M where he does his thing because he has free reign to score and take shots. But he never looked like he got comfortable, never really got into a flow in the game. And then Moody, he played all right, but those guys were not the focus. My question is, do you think that Moody is going to lose minutes to Pajemski? Right, because they're both guards. Moody's taller, of course, can play wing a little bit more. But Pajemski, he was out there playing with Chris Paul, pretty short backcourt. But he was out there with Chris Paul. He's out there with Gary Payton the second. All three of those guys at the same time. So Steve Kerr has some options, some things to think about moving forward. And then with Kaminga, is it something where maybe you give Kaminga fewer minutes, you give those to Moody, or does? Kerr start giving Trace Jackson Davis some of Kaminga's minutes as uh, as a five, but then move uh, Saric down to the four. We'll see. We'll see. Obviously, I'm a big believer in Kaminga and want him to uh, show out and, and whatever. But I think at the end of the day, these are all net positives, plain and simple. I'd also like to think that this woke the Warriors up in general, right? Steph, the only guy... Uh, who had been playing at a very, very high level consistently this season, was out, as I said. And you'd only had one guy score 20 points besides Steph. Saric had done it once all season, and then Pajemski does it here. But overall, as a team, this fired things up. I'll admit, you know, like some of these games have been a little bit boring, but this is one where you actually felt some of that fire, finally, some of that competitiveness. And it wasn't manufactured. It wasn't fake. It was a team coming together. And, you know, throughout the game, uh, you know, people were talking, the broadcasters were talking about how, oh, it's a valiant effort by these Warriors players without their uh, championship core to compete against the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
uh, don't get it twisted. The Timberwolves are good, and they're the best defensive team in the league right now. But, like, the guys on the Warriors, you know, they're all good players. They've all been good players or are or are all going to be good players. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like playing a bunch of uh, Bimbo Coles out there uh, or John Starks or something like that. You know what I mean? If you want to go way back to the late 90s. So to me, getting these guys, having some responsibility, taking some responsibility and feeling those game minutes where they cannot rely on Steph, they cannot rely on Clay, they cannot rely on Draymond. You know what I mean? Uh, Andrew Wiggins... He showed some life against his old team, had some good moments. Still not exactly what we want or need from him. Uh, you know, he's still not shooting well and whatnot. But like, hey, I'll take a little bit more energy from Andrew Wiggins, a little bit more urgency than not. And real quick, also just Draymond Green, whether or not he can get suspended, I'm guessing he will. To me, to me, I think it should be like one or two games because he wasn't the instigator uh and i think it's legit that he was trying to break up gobert i mean i thought during replays uh when they were sorting this out during the game watching replays i was like okay it may have looked like gobert was getting <laughs> clay uh in a in a chokehold or headlock or whatever uh it was clear though that he wasn't, that he was just kind of wrapping up Clay from behind, and Gobert's tall, so those arms come up pretty high on Clay. But he was never like around his neck. But Draymond came in and got Gobert around the neck in one of the most ridiculous scenes. I mean, all the images, photos, videos, angles of this going around are just fueled with fire for for Draymond. For those who didn't see it in real time, but to me, I would only give him one or two games, if anything, because. Uh, like I said, he wasn't the instigator. Uh, he was trying to break it up. Uh, you know, if he let go of Gobert, maybe Gobert falls down, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to go that far. But I do think that Draymond, because of his reputation, will get more than one game. So I think two is fair. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the league gave him way more than that, like a couple more than that, three, four, five, just because that's the league. And this happened during one of Adam Silver's precious uh, in-season tournament games, right? He's, Draymond soiled this new uh, uh, beautiful marketing campaign, competition, whatever. You know what I mean? So if that's the case, then whatever. But but it's okay. It's okay. It's still mid-November. And if this brings the team together a little bit more, not that they were uh, separate, you know what I mean? But if it brings the chemistry even tighter and grows what they've been building so far sure i'll take it you know what i mean draymond's gonna lose some money because the suspension hey you know (laughs) don't count the money in somebody else's pocket i gotta say also this is why warriors fans have loved draymond green right like the ability for him just to drop of a hat come in and protect a teammate that's what you want to see you know what I mean? Every team needs that. If And I've talked about how uh, Draymond stuff off the court, stuff with pool, uh, stuff with, you know, just in the media all the time talking about last season. Like, that bugs me. But I've always said, in between the lines, I'm pulling for Draymond Green. And when I saw that, that made me go like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you want to see from Draymond. And, you know, it is what it is. 
couple games against OKC coming up. Those will be tough because uh, OKC is a a good team. <laughs> We've seen them. They're young. They're hungry. And they're looking to always, always come after all the best teams, including the Warriors. So the Warriors are 6-6, six and six, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that right now. Yes, the problems did not get solved. The problems of size, the problems of certain guys not stepping up. But hopefully this has woken them up collectively. Maybe some players more than others, but uh, at least they basically had their morning coffee. I'll take that. I'll take that. All right. That's all I got. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Folk Society. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review saying good stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.